This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. I think that White House advisor Peter Navarro's unguarded comments blasting China opened a window into what they were really thinking in the White House about where U.S. and Chinese relations were headed. He revealed too much, and Donald J. Trump tried to pull it back. The uncertainty over where the next chips fall in our geopolitical and trade relationship with China saps any confidence that the Chinese market will be there tomorrow. We have a phase one trade deal in place, and that is all. At this point, lacking real compliance with commodity purchases, even phase one is still window dressing. As other relationships between the U.S. and China are deteriorating and communication has slowed or shut down significantly, in most sectors, including the military, the U.S. and Chinese are not talking to each other, which increases the risk of misunderstandings. The tone has gotten much more belligerent and caustic. There's no reason to expect this to improve before the fall election here. China has always been a football to get kicked around during an election cycle, but the game in this time has gotten rough. The election may hold off a breakdown of relations until November, but frankly, after that, the seams of the football are likely to burst with animosity. China is being blamed by the administration for the COVID-19 pandemic, and based on the level of rhetoric, a slap on the wrist would not balance the vitriol. There is talk of decoupling, canceling the U.S. obligation to honor U.S. Treasury debt held by China, and or sanctioning China by barring them use of the dollar system for trade, as we have done Iran. Any or all would create a Cold War. There is no mindset for deflating the tension growing with China and giving the road that relations are on with a vehicle of animosity accelerating like it is. It would appear destined to run off the road at some point. Donald J. Trump does have incentive to keep it together until after the election from the standpoint of the farm vote. After the election, all bets are off. The Dems will be attacked as soft on China, so they are not going to be the peacemakers here either. The odds of Phase 1 having a complete and full life are not very high. Chinese import officials are reportedly asking commercials to certify that soybeans and meat and other products bought from us are COVID-19 free. What that means, we do not know. They make rules one day that change the next. As there is no science-based reason for this testing, U.S. commercials are resisting the licenses and feel they are unable to comply with the demand. So far, they have banned chicken from one Tyson plant with a COVID-19 breakout in workers. This demand would give them the basis, while unjustified by science, not to comply with Phase 1 by saying that we refuse to certify that our products are safe. They tease us with talk of approving trade reduction quotas for corn, but they have not materialized. China would not have a market-driven reason to buy our corn. Upcoming planted acreage and grain stocks reports are near the last opportunities for bullish news with enough gravitas for a material rally. The weather trend is not threatening. The potential for above trend line yields would appear high enough to cancel out friendly news in upcoming reports. I am sure that all of you have seen a wall cloud of an approaching thunderstorm as it comes toward you. It is powerful, daunting. The air and even the smell changes as it approaches and then it rolls over you and unleashes. I think the relations with China look and feel like the approaching wall cloud of a terrible storm. What do you do? You shut things up, tie things down, and you take shelter. You reduce your exposure to the risk as much as possible. 
And you can see and smell the wall cloud of the storm. It's not going away. It may roll over you and not be that bad, let's hope. But failing to take precautions is irresponsible. The U.S. is the epicenter of the COVID-19 pandemic, which should have never happened. To me, the rejection of science as the best practice in a pandemic is insane. Health officials say that even one more week in lockdown could have reduced the resurgence of cases 50%. Europe and Asia did not reopen until they had suppressed the virus much further than we did. And while they are in much better condition with us, even they are having hot spots and second waves. Our COVID-19 experience is already much worse. We did not suppress the virus far enough before we reopened, and we are now getting the resumption of the upward trend to the curve that health officials said they expected if we did this. Beijing appears to have gotten on top of the two-week spike they experienced. They jumped hard on it with massive testing, a regional shutdown, and contact tracing on a level that we have not matched. The differing results are obvious to anyone wanting to see. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.